You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. We've got a rundown of recently announced threats and vulnerabilities in stores and documents, Play Store, App Store, and MS Office. Some crooks move to the cloud, GoDaddy buys Sakuri, the U.S. is rumored to be preparing a North Korean indictment for the Bangladesh bank heist, social media look for bad bots, and some dodgy scientific journals seem to use catfish for peer review. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, March 23, 2017. Some recently discovered threats and vulnerabilities lead today's news. Researchers and security firm Zscaler have found some unusually nasty bits of adware lurking in the Google Play Store. They're unusual in at least two ways. First, they're able to add themselves as a device administrator. And second, they play possum for six hours after installation, exhibiting only good behavior. That second feature seems to have been put there to evade detection and ejection by Google Bouncer, Mountain View's security feature that executes an app, evaluates its behavior, and kicks it out of the store if it shows itself to be up to no good. Zscaler found 12 bad apps. Four of them have a lot of downloads, between 10,000 and 50,000 by Zscaler's count, so it's putting those on the BOLO list. So be on the lookout for 8th Note Jump, Talk to Me, Photo Editor, Cut, Crop, Paste, QR and barcode scanner, and finally, Smart Compass. Google is neither careless nor negligent about security, but the Android ecosystem is big, open, and complex, and it's difficult to purge all the bad things out there, especially when criminals are devoting a great deal of time, talent, and attention to circumventing security. In another report about Android malware, Palo Alto Networks' Unit 42 has found that new, aggressive adware is abusing the popular open-source Android plug-in frameworks, Droid Plugin, and Virtual App. Users' private data are at risk if they operate in these environments, so again, be wary. Apple's App Store, by reputation more tightly controlled than its relatively more open Google counterpart, also draws the attention of crooks and scammers. Trend Micro has a report on how some criminals, apparently in China, at least their code is in Mandarin, have insinuated their own third-party app store into Apple's app store. The third-party store got in cloaked in a legitimate application. 
ICS security shop Dragos reports finding malware disguised as Siemens firmware infecting some 10 industrial plants. The infestation has been quietly active for about four years. According to security researchers at Netscope, a new strain of macro-based malware affecting Microsoft Office is now cloud-based. Default Office installations disable macros, so the malware purveyors are seeking to induce their targets to enable macros in the documents they use as vectors. The malware uses either VBScript or PowerShell script, and its signatures are known. Of course, users fall victim to known threats all the time. What's interesting about this macro-based malware is its use of a cloud service, a fichier, a service based in France, or perhaps one fichier if you're an Anglophone reading news stories. It's not a criminal organization, but it is being used by criminals. Netscope threat research labs don't think too highly of one fichier as far as security is concerned, rating them an 11 out of 100 on enterprise readiness. The payloads being distributed by the malicious macros are often ransomware. The extortion notes are in English, Polish, Russian, Dutch, Italian, and Mongolian. Most malicious Word files have been crafted to affect either Windows machines or Macs, but analysts at Fortinet have found one that can swing from either side of the plate. The malicious code takes different routes depending on the operating system it detects on the victim's device. Another new potential threat is an attack technique that hasn't so far been observed in the wild. Security firm Cybellum's researchers have described an escapade they're calling Double Agent. Double Agent uses Microsoft's application verifier, loading its own verifier DLL in place of the one provided by Microsoft. Double Agent, as demonstrated by Cybellum, can subvert antivirus software and either silence them or turn them into attack mechanisms. Potentially affected AV vendors have either verified that their products aren't vulnerable, patched them, or are at work on fixes. So with some work and some luck, if Double Agent shows up in the wild, it will do so with limited effect. In the fall of 2016, Facebook launched Marketplace, what they describe as a convenient destination to discover, buy, and sell items with people in your community. Facebook has clearly got eBay and Craigslist in their sites as they enter this space. There's also a security angle. Eric Olson is vice president of intelligence operations at Looking Glass Cyber Solutions, where one of the services they provide is keeping an eye out for customers for unauthorized or gray market goods in online marketplaces. Reviewing data gathered from Looking Glass customers, Eric Olson offers us some insights. The traditional big three were Alibaba, Craigslist in its many hundreds or thousands of city-specific sites, But collectively, Craigslist, Alibaba, and eBay have for many years been the big three. And in less than 180 days, Facebook has moved to the two or three slot, depending on the type of products. So I'd say that's going pretty well. They've gone from zero to sometimes as much as eight or nine or 10% of the total out of thousands of findings in less than six months. From a cybersecurity point of view, what are the concerns? Well, I think there are a couple of things to consider from a security standpoint. Uh, On the one hand, this is in some ways potentially beneficial. Uh, Facebook is a, if you will, a monolithic source. Facebook uh, is developing the same kind of uh, abuse reporting or uh, uh, response program that you see at eBay in place for many years. And so by being another large monolithic source that draws in large numbers of buyers and sellers, 
from a security standpoint, it is nice in some sense to have one place to go to ask for assistance, for example, in removal or takedown or investigation. So that's helpful. On the flip side, the problem is that it is a system so easy to use for the non-technical seller and buyer that it may actually grow the pie, not just change where things are being distributed within it. Um, So I think that is certainly one concern. The second is that, as you may know, it is very simple to set up a Facebook account. And I think the proliferation of accounts uh, will be even greater uh, on Facebook than they might be on a site like eBay. The third and final thing that comes to mind is uh, unlike eBay or Craigslist, where companies have long had programs or vendors or a process in place to monitor, you've now added hundreds of Facebook city markets similar to what Craigslist does. They are city-specific markets. Uh, you now have hundreds of new markets you have to keep an eye on. And from a, an operational standpoint, unless you work with a vendor who specializes in such things, I think it uh, it adds one more thing for a security professional to have to keep an eye on. And that may mean new processes or procedures or services. That's Eric Olson from Looking Glass. In industry news, GoDaddy acquires security firm Securi. GoDaddy's cloud platform caters mostly to small, independent businesses. It appears that they believe Sucuri's website security products and services will be just the thing their users want. The U.S. considers indicting North Korean hackers in the Bangladesh Bank Swift fraud case. The Department of Justice, the New York Fed, and Swift aren't commenting, but the word on the street is that it was the North Korean government aided and abetted by Chinese middlemen. Finally, have you heard of fake news? Sure you have. And all sorts of people are grappling with the old problem of telling truth from lies and from their epistemic cousins, error and BS. The issue is complicated by the challenge of telling the humans from the bots, a difficulty that's troubling Twitter's business these days, as bots are now thought to compromise some 15% of Twitter accounts. Other social media platforms are believed to suffer similar infestations. So we should call in science to find the fix, right? Alas, science has its own problems. Hand-in-hand with the replication crisis researchers are talking about quietly comes another problem. Scam journals. Why are they scams? Well, good science is peer-reviewed. So are the scam journals. It's just that the reviewers are, wait for it, bots, catfish, and other online riffraff. It's enough to make any scientist, well, a mad scientist. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. 
Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to be joined once again by Dale Drew. He's the Chief Security Officer at Level 3 Communications. Uh, Dale, we wanted to touch base today about, uh, I guess, what you could call some evolution in the Mirai botnet. Yeah, we're actually very excited to talk about this. This is, uh, we're actually seeing, and I'm going to, I'm going to knock on wood here, uh, but we're, we're actually seeing uh, part of the wind coming out of the sails of Mariah. Uh, when we first started tracking Mariah during uh, its sort of uh, uh, bubble period, uh, you know, we were tracking 500 to 600,000 uh, compromised end devices being controlled by, you know, some 100 different uh, botnet operators. Uh, we're now seeing um, what we're calling controllable uh, Mariah nodes and around the 100,000. Mark, and what we mean by that is, is a controllable node is there's still about five hundred to six hundred thousand compromised Mariah end nodes uh, out there, but the command and control systems can no longer connect to those devices. Those devices are now stranded. So the devices that the bad guys are still able to operate um, is around a hundred thousand. And so we're definitely seeing a, a significant reduction in that footprint. We're seeing a lot of frantic activity from some of the operators trying to increase. The amount of uh, devices they have by looking for new exposures. I, I do believe in the next few months we're going to see some pretty significant exposure with regards to the number of new IoT uh, vulnerabilities that are going to be out in the industry because these bad guys are definitely looking for new ways of breaking into these devices. Now, when you say stranded, what do you mean by that in terms of an endpoint device? Well, so what's happening is is that is that when a bad guy breaks into, say, uh, a home DVR or home camera or a router, and he loads his own sort of botnet code to be able to control it, um, moments later, another bad guy will also break into that device and try to upload his own code. So we saw a lot of infighting between botnet operators, and so what was happening is the consumer had no idea this fighting was happening on their home on their home device, but the but one bad guy would, would actually patch or fix the the exposure so the other bad guy couldn't break in. In a lot of cases, we've seen botnet operators uh, essentially hard code the command and control system that that compromised endpoint would talk to. So when um, internet service providers or security researchers are taking down those C2s like us, then that C2 can no longer talk to those compromised devices. When the bad guy finds a new C2, he can't re-break into those devices because those devices have been hard-coded to the previous command and control system. All right, so so there's no honor among thieves. <laughs> and, uh, Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers... 
Banta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.